Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey everybody, welcome to another special edition of Undying Light. This is Reading Your Bible in a Year. Last week we made it all the way to Genesis 45, so we're just a few short chapters away from finishing it. And in fact, this week you will finish Genesis and then move on into the book of Exodus. And so we will get through uh, Exodus chapter 15 on this week's reading, but let's just recap what we talked about last week for a few minutes uh, in hopes that it might uh, kind of shake the mental barriers, if you would, in hopes that you might uh, remember a few key things. Uh, Obviously, we go all the way back to the late 20s of Genesis, and we meet Jacob and Isaac, and we've got Jacob and Esau, and we've got Jacob wrestling with God, and then you've got the storyline from there progressing to Jacob's children and the establishment essentially of the 12 tribes of Israel after Jacob, uh, his name is changed. Then you have Joseph being the brother, the youngest brother or youngest son, um, kind of beaten and left for dead and then sold into slavery. And Joseph goes into Egypt and helps save uh, his families from starvation, from the plagues or the famines that are coming. So Good, uh, interesting stuff all around. Uh, We have just a few chapters left uh, in the coming week for Genesis. So you're going to pick up with the 46th chapter. And you're going to get a little bit of genealogy in there, but not too much. Um, Right around verses 8, looks like, through the end of that chapter. So just, you know, weather the storm. Read through it, as I always say. And I'm always going to encourage you to read these, you know, twice a day, once in the morning, once at night. You know, for like this reading on Sunday, you'll pick up Genesis 46 verse 1 and you're going to read through 47 verse 31. So you're only reading two chapters. So you should be able, even a slow reader should be able to do it within, a, you know, 10 or 15 minutes, 20 minutes if you have to work through the genealogies. But just set that time aside, get up in the morning, read it real quick, right before you go to bed, sit down with some quiet time and read through it. I encourage you to do so because it helps you to remember and retain that information a little bit better. And again, 
you're not going to probably retain every little piece, but at least you'll get some things and hope that you encounter things that you've never read or haven't read in a long time, or maybe see things in a new light as you read through it this time again. So in the coming week, uh, this is where I really want to put the focusing on the shows. Obviously, the recaps are just kind of a reminder of what you should have read last week. But the biggest thing I want you to start, you know, as we start doing these shows a little bit, you know, further down the line is to uh, be on the lookout for the upcoming week because you should have already read the text now, you know, for the previous weeks. So now I want you to be on the outlook for the coming week, starting with Sunday's reading. You're going to look at Joseph bringing his family to Egypt. And then you will have um, the settling of Joseph's family in Geshon and Joseph in the famine, beginning with the 13th verse. Jacob blesses Ephraim and Menasiah. Then you'll get into Jacob blesses his sons, and it's a really long, beautiful uh, little set of poetry there. And then you have the death of Jacob at the end of 49. This will be the 50th chapter here. Uh, it will include the f- completion of Joseph, uh, Jacob's death and burial. And then you have God's good purposes and the death of Joseph to round out chapter 50. Now you move into the next book. So already by the uh, end of January, so this reading will start January 30th for Exodus 1, you will have read three books in the Bible, or you'll be on your third book, I should say. You've read uh, Job and Genesis in its entirety. Now you're working on your third book of the Bible, and it is still January And uh, we begin with Exodus 1. We're going to work through the first three chapters in Exodus. uh, And then it's going to have, again, uh, some will be two chapters, some will be three chapters. More often than not, it'll be probably two, it'll be three chapters um, as it splits out over the, the course of the year. So you have the introduction of Moses in the second chapter, but you'll see kind of the purpose behind it. As you get through the end of the first, you'll have Pharaoh opposing Israel. And this will be about a 400-year period of silence, so pay attention to that too. So from Joseph to Moses, you have 400 years of silence. And now when Moses comes on the scene, the Israelites are no longer favored within the Egyptian eyes. They're now oppressed and enslaved. So in chapter 2, you have the birth of Moses, the fleeing to Midian. Uh, Then in chapter 3, God introduces himself to Moses, and you have the burning bush, and then you have uh, Moses is given some powerful signs, the return to Egypt. Uh, chapter 5, you have making bricks out of straw. Chapter 6, you have God promising Moses deliverance, and then you have a little bit of genealogy. Again, I encourage you to read it. Chapter 7, you have Moses and Aaron before the Pharaoh, and then you start to get into these plagues. So now you're going to read the first plague. This is water turned to blood. You'll have the second plague, which is frogs in chapter 8, and gnats as the third, flies as the fourth. The Egyptian livestock dies as the fifth, which begins chapter 9. Boils in the sixth plague. Hail in the seventh plague. And locusts in the eighth plague. This will be chapter 10. Then you have the ninth plague, which is darkness. And then you have the final plague, which is only threatened in chapter 11. And then in chapter 12, you have the establishment of the Passover. Now, I want to pay very close attention because this will be um, key for us to understand these, these 
portions of scripture here. So this will be kind of our main focus uh, as you read through this week. So in chapter 12, you have the Passover meal established. So pay attention to this and pay close attention to the imagery used with the unleavened bread and the slaughtering of the lamb and how all of that will interconnect with the establishment of the Lord's Supper, with the Lord's Supper essentially being the new Passover, the fulfillment of the Passover. So this is very important pieces of scripture and how they interconnect in with our faith. So like I said, just really sit on these couple of chapters here. Uh, and then at the end of, uh, right after that, I should say the 10th plague, the death of the firstborns, you have now the Exodus, the institution of the Passover. So now verses 43 to the end of the chapter, you have the establishment that this is an annual thing and this will kind of insinuate and foreshadow the, uh, commonality of the Lord's supper. And I pray that you're in a church that does the Lord's supper more than a couple times a year. You should be doing it as often as you meet. That's how the book of Acts describes it. Some churches are uh, twice a month or even weekly. Uh, our church is once a month. I would still love to get us up there and do a little bit more. But, you know, for now, I'm, I'm good with once a month. Consecration of the firstborn in uh, chapter 13. You have some feasts coming along the lines there. You have the famous crossing of the Red Sea. This is another uh, important passage. It's actually quoted by Peter in 1 Peter. And this will be, uh, and it's quoted by Paul even too. And so both of these have uh, important uses and Peter's is to showcase uh, its connection with baptism. And in fact, Paul even correlates it as well uh, with the, uh, the Israelites being baptized into Moses. And then the Israelites or the new believers in Christ are baptized into Christ. And so kind of some interesting foreshadowing to take place there. And then you close out your week with the song, uh, song of Moses in chapter 15 and some bitter water made sweet. And then that is it for the week. So, uh, like I said, just kind of ponder those passages and see where they resonate and see how they sit on your heart and your soul for the week. And I pray that you can, uh, spend the time and just really meditate on these as you go forward. So, Thanks again for tuning in. We'll continue this next week as we recap uh, week four and look towards week five. So, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you all have a great week. God bless. We'll see you all later.